Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here we go, 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 this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? It's the Ripley's Odyssey. It's still a Ripley's Odyssey. We said we'd finish the Christmas, but we haven't. It's still going because there's so much meaty, juicy, believe it or not, goodness within those pages. We could do this forever until the next one comes out. Who knows? Um, we're doing this episode remotely, as we normally do, but... Uh, you, Sam, are in your rig at home, as usual. Yep. I am in uh, a tour rig. I'm in the middle of the Athletic Mints live tour. I'm in Brighton. And I've scoured the bookshops of Brighton this morning to try and get a copy of Ripley's to use, and there's none to be had. So I think the Ripley's, believe it or not, 2020 is the archetypal Brighton book, if you like. Mate, it appeals when, to the curious minds of the people of Brighton. When we went to Brighton, you called it, um, what did you call it again? Um, Hipster Blackpool. Hipster Blackpool. Black, yeah. Blackpool for cunts, or did I imagine that? No, no I'm no. sure I didn't say well, that. Well, anyway, you said Hipster Blackpool. You were sceptical, but I would say Brighton is almost the best. It's up there in the very best top three Top Light Time Machines shows we've ever done, right? Do you think that's fair? Uh, yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah, and you yeah, and you, crowd that night, and you sold out a massive venue for, for nah, Mints not last a night. One, no. Well, three hundred and fifty seater, a lot bigger than than Top Flight like, Time Machine. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, and it went well. Two, two nights, and two went, nights, and it went well. Two nights, four shows. So you're two in, shows so that night. means you've got the hotel room that you're in now. Yeah, for it's my rig. When you know how, like, when me and you go away on top, like Time Machine, because it's not as big as of Litigo Mints, we usually share no, a we share a room and a bed. Do yeah. you do that with Bob as well? Top to toe. Is Bob no, in the we, room with we, you? No, no, no. With me and Bob, we don't have any contact until we arrive at the venue, and we have a um, a thirty second huddle before we go on, and then after the show, we just go our separate ways. So there's no, there's none of the domestic um, issues core that arrangements you and I that, that encounter. We, we have. Yeah. No, and. Obviously, I'm in a much more expensive hotel on yeah. this tour. But, um, yeah, I don't mean, worry we're, about it. we've slept just in your car before, huddled in the back seat. Yeah. In a, in a lay by yeah. Kevin Keegan's stuff. We call that doing a. Should we pull a Keegan tonight? <laughs> pull a Keegan. If we've yeah. not sold many tickets, sometimes we just think, well, we're going to have to bring overheads down. We're going to have to pull a Keegan on the outskirts the of Bristol. Um, we'd just pull into a parking beer with all, with all the lorries. Yeah. And, uh, the lorry have drivers little, are. Have a little. We sit around the camp, the campsite fire with the the lorry drivers. Some of the lorry drivers get after a couple of drinks. They pass around a bottle of like brandy as they tell stories of on being mm. on the road, and mm. it's fun to begin with. But you know, sometimes I find them intimidating. 
little bit when they start singing their, their murder shanties yeah um, that, uh, that gets a bit and much. they know that we're not truckers they know we're podcasters <clears throat> yeah and, and it, we can't we can't reveal any more than that because there's the, there's the truckers code yeah what happens in the lay-by stays in the lay-by yes. and you're not allowed to report back and on it's what, like what it's like many things I've done in my life I think it's all fun and games going along with the mob and then things yeah. turn dark and I think oh I'm in too deep I'm out of my depth yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm out of yeah. my depth this is not this is not a situation that I should be in. I'm just a podcaster. Yeah. I'm not a trucker. Yeah. Why a am I podcaster. hanging out with these truckers? Why, why am I a humble <laughs> podcaster? The trucker life is not one for me. My world is the world of the USB microphone and the and the recording software and yeah. and the comfort of my home. This is not for me. I've seen I've seen the film Convoy many times. Yeah, it's not like that, is it? It's not. It, you know, if they made a film of. Pod, the equivalent for podcasters it would be very different yeah I mean I, I still remember this is probably before your time but I still remember TV show BG and the Bear oh yeah I've heard uh, of it yeah. the, the truck driver who had a, a monkey companion mm. I mean that's the dream isn't it but uh, I'd he love never did any murders with, I'd love a podcast with a monkey it's only a matter of time before Spotify won the big players in this market do something like that isn't it yeah I think so I'm looking at BG and the Bear on Amazon now to see if the DVDs exist. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's one of those things that's been consigned to history forever, probably for the best. I mean, the fella himself was called BJ, which in itself BJ, is BJ. Yeah, is a bit uh, yeah problematic. This Pro- day It was created probably by Aaron Spelling in the seventies. <laughs> we originally <laughs> wanted to call it Blowjob and the Bear. But for some reason, some of our advertisers and sponsors took exception to the explicit nature of the title, even though I knew it would be a ratings hit. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. Good stuff. Aaron Spelling, um, uh, we've got to move on to Ripley's, well, but I just want to make a note here, Aaron Spelling character <laughs> could, you know, something we could play with. Anyway, our, our young audience are definitely going to be into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TV impresario of the seventies and eighties and nineties, of course, because he was uh, behind Beverly uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, and in fact, put his daughter in the show, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. T- Tori Spelling. Hey, listen to this. I've gone deeper. Uh, BJ and the Bear was created by Glenn A. Larson. Right. Now, Glenn A. Larson is a fucking American TV giant, and I'm not saying that lightly. Listen to this. Right. The $6 million man. Fucking hell. Quincy. Fucking hell. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Okay. Book Rogers in the 25th century. Fucking <clears> hell. BJ and the Bear. Magnum P.I. The Fall Guy. Oh. Knight Rider. Fucking hell. Manimal. <laughs> okay. He's like, pitch meeting. Pitch meeting at NBC. What, what do you got for us, Glenn? What do you want? Got dead guy driving a talking car. <laughs> Mustachioed spy in Hawaii who drives a helicopter and a Ferrari. A man who can turn into any animal he wants. A guy who <laughs> dies and then is brought back together with electric vision and jumping abilities. I could go on. A, a trucker who has a bear companion. How many ideas do you want? A doctor who's also a detective. <laughs> I can just keep going with this shit. <laughs> a stuntman who's also solving crimes. I'll stop. The- you want me to stop? I hope you're writing these down. Every single <laughs> one's a hit. 
<laughs> a pillow salesman with a false leg who could see into the future. That's a serious. <laughs> but there's, hang on though, there's a dark side. James Garner from the Rockford Files, which Glenn Larson didn't do, in his autobiography, The Garner Files, very good, says uh, they felt that Glenn A. Larson had stolen um, lots of plots from the Rockford Files and put different characters in Fucking them. Fucking hell. Um, and the, here's the, the Larson, real trick, right? They go, yeah. oh, you got all the concepts, but we need more detail than that. Hey, detail, Schmiedel. Once, once you've sold people on the big idea, you just steal old plots from the Rockford Files and change around the names. Bingo! Bingo, Kaboom. bingo! Kaboom! There's your ratings right there. You think the American public are going to notice the difference? Um, so, the, the, the Rockford Files complained to the Writers Guild and Larson was fined, but James Garner felt the fine had taught Larson nothing when he persisted in plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and later copied the theme music from the Rockford Files for one of his shows. I'll tell you He's what, just gone. I doubled down. Yeah, I fucking yeah. doubled down on it, you cunt. Hey, at the awards ceremony. Hey, Garner, <laughs> over here. It's me, Glenn Larson. Yeah, just going to say, thanks, uh, thanks a bunch for complaining about me, you fucking grass, to the TV authorities. <laughs> yeah. 50 grand, no problem. Played, paid it cash, didn't I? Didn't touch the fucking sides, didn't mate. Touch the fucking sides. <laughs> I fucking, I tell you what, keep an eye on the next series of Quincy, right? Because <laughs> let's just say there might be a few plot lines you're familiar with. And James Gunn is like, what the? I can't believe you. <laughs> I thought they dealt with you. Uh, 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 yeah, think again, dickhead. Right. <laughs> By the way, you're going to love the new, new fucking theme tune from Animal. <laughs> Guess <laughs> what? And here's another one. Night Rider. I've had a great idea. We're going to start every episode with one of them fucking answer phone messages. <laughs> Why you? I'll do this. Yeah, good luck trying, dickhead. Go on, run off and grasp me again to the fucking ideas police. Tell them next time I'll pay them fucking double and buy them a fucking drink as well. <laughs> There's more. There's more, Sam. Uh Garner stated that when Larson subsequently showed up on the Rockford set, so he's turned up. <laughs> All right, dickheads. Yeah. I'll just come with me notepad. Get a few ideas. No, no, no. You lot carry on. I'm just observing. <laughs> I'll just sit in the corner. <laughs> uh, Larson showed up on the Rockford set and put his arm around Garner and said, I hope there are no hard feelings, Jim. Uh, after Larson ignored a warning by James Garner to take his arm off him, Garner, in his book, Garner claims that he punched Larson so hard <laughs> that Larson flew across the curb into a motorhome and out the other side. <laughs> This is the fucking best thing I've ever read. We've got a deep dive, James Garner's back. The cunts turned up one day on the fucking set of my show. I couldn't believe it. Next thing that he's fucking antagonising me, put his arm around my fucking shoulders. I said to him, listen, cunt, I'm going to count to three, right? And if that arm isn't off my fucking shoulders, right, you're going through that fucking motorhome. <laughs> Needless to say. Next thing, three seconds later, the cunt was flying. 
in one end, <laughs> out the fucking other. There was a there was an elderly couple in there having their fucking tea. They couldn't believe it. They're sat there minding their own business. Suddenly, a six foot cunt fucking flies straight through one window and out the other. They've given it. Honey, was that Glenn Larson, creator of Quincy, who just flew through our motorhome? Oh man! So there we've. I don't even know how we've got into that, but um, fucking hell. We've, that's, we've established that's the beauty was, of top flight time machine. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's we top have, flight we, time machine in we have basically unearthed, or you've unearthed, one of the greatest stories of modern civilization. And there was no way we would have known that unless you'd said about BJ and the Bear. And here we are. Glenn, is it Glenn A. Larson? Glenn A. Larson, yeah. Glenn A. Larson. We've, have you found a picture gone. of him? Yeah, we've gone within minutes of hailing him as the greatest man in the history of American television to one of American television's biggest cunts as well. well. Is he a cunt or do you have to admire his bravado? His chutzpah. I, I mean, you've got to say, right, the fact that he did it, then got fined, then he got basically, I think he got lamparded by yeah. Garner. Right, I got it. And yeah. I don't feel good talking about Garner negatively because my mum, who is one of those women who basically fancies almost every man on TV. <laughs> oh, you name fucking anyone. She went, I like him. I actually think he's quite dishy, right? Or dishy, any, anyone, anyone who's a leading man on any show, British or American, in the 70s or 80s, my mum had a thing for, right? And we used to do this joke. It's actually quite disgusting, but we used to observe that when someone came on the telly that she liked when we were all sitting around watching telly, me and my brothers mm. would notice that her foot would start to go. So she, <laughs> she'd start to tap her foot sort of thing, right? But it, yeah. like quite quite fast. When right? she was getting triggered. When she was getting triggered. It was her trigger foot, right? And so whether it was Dennis Waterman in the Sweeney... Right, or yeah. fucking. I mean, she her favourites were like David Essex, obviously. But then most people, most people um, mm. fancied him. But she had everyone. But the main person my mum fancied above all others was James Garner when he was in the Rockford Files. She was Quite right. I think obsessed was, with him. Right, he and was. He was gone. As a result, because I didn't have a dad at home, um, notwithstanding temporary cameo dads like Archie Buchanan the milkman yeah. right yeah. in many ways I think growing up James Garner was like my imaginary dad because I felt mm. as if he was my mum's boyfriend because she was that yeah. triggered by him and talked about him so, so much close to him, yeah. so he was like a dad to me but now I don't feel good about him so I think he should have just risen above it do you know what I mean Yeah. Garner didn't write the Rockford Files anyway did he no, he didn't, but I think Garner was the kind of man who was very emotionally connected to everything he did. I mean, listen a little bit about James Garner's background. Right. Uh, at the age of 16, he joined the United States Merchant Marines near the end of World War Two. Mm. So he got involved in the war, and then uh, he enlisted in the California Army National Guard and went to Korea for 14 months during the Korean War. What a guy. As a rifleman, uh, and he was wounded twice, first in the face and hand by shrapnel from a mortar round mm. and the second incident he was wounded in the buttocks the buttocks from the buttocks from friendly fire from US fighter jets as he dived into a foxhole fucking hell got him in the arse a foxhole yeah 
He went obviously face first into the into the foxhole, but still got him in the ass. Fuck! They got me in the ass. They got me in the US ass. Jalapeno. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. But he, he received a Purple Heart for uh, his career stint. Right. So, you know, not a shrinking violet, I would say. A man, Garner. I mean, because at first, my first instinct was that sounds like bullshit that he punched a man and sent him flying right through a motorhome. Yeah. But it sounds like the sort of lie you'd oh, tell at school. that, I'm sure, yeah. I've never, I mean, even if Mike Tyson punched you, even if Mike Tyson punched Charles Hawtrey, Right, which yeah, would be an un- an improbable scenario. Hawtrey's dead, but let's say before. I think their lives did overlap for a certain number of years. Yeah. Um, if Mike Tyson, there's an experiment on a TV show like You Bet. Remember You mm. Bet, and it's yeah. like we're gonna see, or like the Late Late Breakfast Show with um, Noel Edmonds, something they're doing that. We're gonna mm. do a little experiment. We're gonna see how far Mike Tyson can punch Charles Hawtrey. <laughs> right? Can he punch him clean through a motorhome? I don't think he could. I think you punch someone, and even if they're very lightweight, which, by the way, Glenn A. Larson doesn't seem to be, seems like quite a big chap, right? Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to get sparked straight. I just think they're going to get sparked out. They don't fly through the air for that long. Doesn't yeah, he's, he's used He's used a bit of hyperbole there in that, in that thing in his book, hasn't he? Mm. Sally Field, the actress... Uh, described Garner as the best cinematic kiss she'd ever experienced, so tell that to your mum. Whoa! That's good news. Who said that, Sally? Sally Sally Field. Sally Field, I think my mum likes she, her too. She's been around, she's done a few things. Well, don't forget, she's kissed Burt Reynolds. And Garner also admitted in his book that he smoked marijuana for much of his adult life. Good lad. That's a quite a big thing to admit for someone back then, isn't it? Back then, yeah, now you can get away with yeah. it. Yeah. He said, I drank to get drunk, but ultimately didn't like the effect. Not so with grass. It had the opposite effect from alcohol. It made me tolerant and forgiving. <laughs> I, did a little, I did a little bit of cocaine in the 80s, courtesy of John Belushi. Of course, yeah. everyone did. <laughs> but fortunately, I didn't like it. Got on the fanny mar- powder for a while, thanks to Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. Didn't like but what I it sm- did to me. Thanks to, jo- thanks to Joe Cocker. Uh-huh. I smoked... I smoked marijuana for 50 years and I don't know where I'd be without it. It opened my mind and it now eases my arthritis. Oh. After decades of research, I've concluded marijuana should be legal and alcohol illegal. Fucking hell. Decades <clears throat> of research. Well De- done, well, James Garner. Act- very active research yeah. as well. 
He's been on the um, microfiche, and he up the library. I don't know how he found the time between beating people up and being an international acting star. Mm. Now, now, and I can't film anything on Tuesdays. I'll be on the microfiche up the library, won't I? Researching the effects of marijuana in relation to those of, in comparison to those of uh, alcohol. I think the uh, the the marijuana research was mostly just smoking the stuff. Yeah, I don't think he went near a microfiche. Yeah. Still, but, um, if you're a man as rich as that, the big film stars, the really big film stars, the big celebs in Hollywood all have microfiche machines yeah. in their homes. A lot of them have microfiche rooms, <clears throat> so they can just do research whenever they want on any on any subject they choose. Because they, they're, so they're not going to go down the library, are they? And fuck it, you won't get like Madonna, do you know what I mean? Or Lionel, no. or Lionel Richie or no. Angelina Jolie going up the local library to do their research. They have microfiche in their house with every slide they could need. Mike, Michael Jackson didn't have one in his house, famously, because he didn't trust it. He thought that no. the, the government were trying to spy on him. So when he needed to use the microfiche, he'd have the entire library closed down yeah. at, like, 9pm so he could go himself and just have the run of the place and use the microfiche without being troubled by I've civilians. seen microfiche, and they say such awful things, things <laughs> that are just ignorant and lies, and I think it's the government... And that's why I like to go straight to the source of the microfiche. The story's from National Enquirer. I don't like what they say about me and about bubbles. <laughs> so I go to the library because I can trust those guys. He did used yeah. to get the library shut down. Quincy Jones yeah. used to do that as well, still does. Yeah, he'd ring up, wouldn't he? Yeah. All right, Quincy Jones here. Yeah, I've got, I got Jacko. Yeah, Jacko's itching to come and have a go on the microfiche again. Um, th- how about Thursday night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't want to shut it down when you're open. He'll come at like eight o'clock when everyone's gone home. But you're going to have to but, keep uh, a member of staff or two on. Yeah, like when you're we someone on the we door, could cover the overtime. We could cover the overtime, or at least yeah. make a contribution 50% to it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Now I've heard that some evenings you stay open to do like old pensioners yoga classes, right? We don't want to be overlapping with any of that shit. No. Right. Move it to another night because he he just wants it. Just him, me. And whoever you've got doing that shift. Yeah, and we're going to want to put right outside the front door, so I'll ring the council and I'll get them to turn a blind eye on the double yellers. So uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll be all right. And uh, Oh, yeah, he's bringing the monkey as well. See you Thursday. Ta-da. <laughs> that's how they worked it. But, yeah. you know, that's, that's, you've got to do your research. Just because you become famous doesn't mean you have to suddenly stop your research. Of course you know? not. So you've got to find so a way. It keeps you going. Yeah. So it keeps you going, isn't it? It keeps you at the top. It's what keeps us at the top. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've done James Garner there and Glenn Larson in our uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not episode. Now, uh, the good news is we are supposed to be doing Ripley's and we might still have about another 10 minutes. Yeah, we've got a few minutes so, we can do it um, You're in your rig, your luxury Atletico Mints rig in Brighton. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't bring your Ripley's with you, but you did nope. bring on tour with you the random number generating blo- blob, which I've is interesting. I did remember to bring the blow. I mean, I couldn't leave it at home for a week. So is it, it on the it's on the road with out. you across all the dates? Yeah, yeah. You couldn't find anyone to water it back in Sunderland. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust anyone to look after it properly. It's very, very delicate. Yeah, it needs a very, um, very precise care package. So I brought. And it you with wouldn't me. leave it in the house the with the kiddies and the dog, would you? No, not with al- the dog. The, the dog would try and fuck it, probably. Yeah. Um, probably feel quite so, nice, yeah. to be fair. Well, anyway, not really. Anyway. What, imagine you the, tried, uh, have you? imagine the, the 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 mess. Mm. So, yeah, so I've got the random blob. Um, I'm going to give you a number from it here. Okay. 
it's weirdly keeps choosing numbers we've already had, so I don't know what we'll get. Um, one, four, two. And you've got to turn the pages here, Sam, right. and give me an indication of what's on there I because I do not have a copy. Waterstones, no, nothing. WH Smiths, nothing. It's Brighton exactly the is... sort of thing you often find in WH Smiths. Well, I'd have thought they would have had some on half price after Christmas. You know, with the Guinness Book of Records and that, but no, nothing. Okay, so the what we've got is um, it's not very good. It's drawings ah. of superheroes, okay? Oh, God. Um, matchbook art. Artist Mike Bell collects matchbooks to turn them into unique miniature 3D portrait um, sculptures. So mm. these are... Yeah, so what he does is he, he opens them up he draws right. a superhero like, as you can see, Spider-Man, Catwoman, accurate Batman, drawings, yeah. really good drawings. But then if you look at the matches, he folds the matches out at the bottom and He's turns, the, and turns them into me. turns them into their hands. So it's their you know, Catwoman's claw, Spider-Man's yeah. web hand, and yeah, Batman's bat hand. That's the laziest page I think I've seen so yeah. far in this Ripley's book. The thing about Ripley's Believe It or Not, and the reason we decided to deep dive it, which might seem strange to some people because this is a, supposed to be a football football podcast, no, is, is that every single thing is the maddest thing you've ever seen, right? So like a duck so. with an arrow through its head or, mm. you know, I don't know what else. There's a lion driving a fucking like, fast car. There's a there's people sacrificing fucking crocodiles. There's a, there's a man in France lifting a ban on potatoes. Yeah, exactly right. There's monkeys operating <clears throat> machinery. There's a snake growing out of a seal's nose. There's a mm. chimp playing the drums. There's everything that you never knew you wanted to see until you see it, and then you're like, yeah, that is fucking astounding. So it's unfortunate the blob's not on form because probably it's on the road. Um, it's lacking energy. I know from my experience of touring with Top Flight Time Machine, you often don't eat properly. You eat at irregular hours and often non-nutritious foodstuffs because you have to just grab whatever you can. Yeah. And the, the process of touring just simply discombobulates you. And I've got a feeling that might have happened to the blob. Um, I, I'll pick out another random story from 142 okay. to see if we... Give us a number. If you could. Give us a number between one and nine. It. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Oh, and funnily enough, the title of this story is Eight Second Concert. On okay. June the 29th, 2017, <clears throat> Japanese band Golden Bomber. Fucking Ooh, great name for a band. A fantastic name. How has no one come up with that name until now? Golden Bomber. I just sight unseen I would buy tickets for that gig right Japanese band Golden Bomber gave an 8 second concert in Tokyo to promote their single an 8 second song called 8 second encounter fans <laughs> fans had waited in line for 6 hours for the free concert and were rewarded when the band did an encore performing a different song in full so the encore lasted longer than the concert 8 seconds mm. there you go dickheads TTFN yeah. Oh, I hope that was worth 17 quid. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, something that, again, make a note of that in your little ideas <clears throat> notebook. Do you do you believe that or not? Um, I believe it. I believe it as well, yeah. Don't forget, the Japanese people are famously polite. Yes. And they did, one thing they hate, as I understand it, I've never been there, 
is public scenes of emotion. They don't like yes. making a scene or a stir. Yeah. And so I think you could get away with this. I think yeah. if we tried it with Top Light like Time Machine and we just did eight seconds and people had paid their money, I think they'd be... Get away with it. They'd, I think we'd struggle to get away with it. Do you think? Um, oh. I was wanting to go to Tokyo. Well, fuck knows. I would like to try. No, I'm saying in front of an English audience. I, I oh, yeah. Do oh, it in, I'd not. do it in Japan, no problem. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'll do that then. Oh, well, let's have one more page then because okay. that one was a massive flop. Uh, oh, fucking hell. 139. It's, it's gone from 142 to 139. Raise your fucking game, Blob. All right. Um, this is simply a load of weird models um, who have made uh, costumes for themselves out of dead animals, including right. animal skulls, necklaces out of animal skulls, necklaces made from muscle shells and sort of headdresses made of bird's feathers. I mean, sort of strange when you first hear it, but in a way, all fucking clothes are made of animals, aren't they? I mean, not all of them. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. The vegans are taking over now. Yeah. You can get clogs and um, and, uh, hats, I think, that are vegan. A vegan hat? um, What, made of wood? A vegan hat. Wooden hat. Okay. (laughs) Right. Um, anyway, the headline is the rain. if looks yeah, could that. kill. All right, there, there <laughs> is one good picture. There's one good picture here, and it's good if you don't if you just look at it and I don't read the context. It's the headline is white rat, and there yeah. is a picture of a white rat dead yeah. with big red balls All being nice dissected being yeah. dissected by <clears throat> a uh, scalpel, and that is a disturbing but extraordinary image and the sort of thing that Ooh. you expect to see in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Wow. I do believe it, though. I choose to I believe, believe it. it. Very, yeah. very quickly, page 80, Sam. The blobs. Page 80. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. Just I've got a good feeling about this. Up. I've got a good feeling about 80. What a good one on 80. 80 is oh, a good number. Too bad you didn't say 79, because there's fucking loads of bears on that one. <laughs> right. Um, hand bridge. This is a bridge, the Golden Bridge on Barna Hill near Danyang, Vietnam, features mm-hmm. two giant hand structures seemingly holding up the walkway. The uniquely right. designed bridge has attracted tons of tourists who enjoy... How many tourists has it attracted? Oh, I don't know, it doesn't say Lodge. the language. Just right, tons. <laughs> Just right, tons. It's, it's more vague, but it sounds impressive. Um, yeah, the, the, it's a gold-plated pedestrian way. It's a, it's a great bridge. It's a great bridge, and it's supposed yeah. to be the hands of God pulling a strip of gold out of the land. If you look at right. the image here, I don't know if you can see, see that, Andy. Oh, that's the, nice, yeah. They're massive hands. They are they're huge made hands. of rock. Either and side. They're, they're gigantic, and they do yeah. look exactly how you'd imagine God's hands yeah. to look. And the, the fingers are right up above bridge level, and it, is, it does look as if the bridge has just been held in the hands. That's oh, nice. Oh, God. Look at that's these hands, nice. right? All rough. You think they're made of concrete, but it's just they're rough because, as God, I've been fucking working with my hands... My fucking fucking millennials. I've been working like a cunt, and that's why my hands look like this, like fucking tramps' hands. But they are half big. I get a Sunday off, and I spend my whole time with fucking hand cream, rubbing hand cream into them. Now, look at you think. Imagine the fingering I could give someone with a big fucking giant fingers (laughs) like that. But three good reasons why I wouldn't do it. One, I am God, and I'm not in the fingering game. That's disrespectful. I'm not giving it up easy. No. <laughs> Angelina Jolly, baby. That's about it. Number two. Right. They're too big and they would pr- probably be dangerous in most fannies or bomb holes. 
And number three, <laughs> right, <laughs> because as God, I'm also gender neutral. And number three, it would fucking not only hurt them, it would hurt me because the eczema I've got, possibly psoriasis, I don't know, it could be stress-related. <laughs> uh, the doctors are confounded by the old thing. Um, but it's just no good. It would just hurt me. And so, um, you know, it's a no-go as far as I'm concerned, John God. I've got enough <laughs> on my plate. Anyway, that's me, John God, checking out for now. <laughs> TTFN. <laughs> Another update. podcast. New Another- podcast on ACAS, Spotify, <laughs> Apple, all the usual outlets. All the usual places. <laughs> it's me, John God, putting the world to rights twice a week. <laughs> We've got to do the John God podcast. <laughs> we do. And I here's we do. my fucking dickhead son, clumsy, calamitous bastard, John Jesus. Come on, John, <laughs> come on. You can have a little go as well on my microphone. If you think antagonising the pharmacist community was a big deal wait till the fucking religious minorities get into us oh, oh fucking brilliant alright all right, that's that's enough for this we've gone for yeah. a while we've tried to do Ripley's Odyssey but we ended up with Glenn Larson James Garner and, and John, John God John mainly God. Mm. but uh, it's, been, it's been good I've yeah, enjoyed it it's been Hope great you have as well alright uh, thanks for listening everyone TTFN TTFN Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.